Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Hello and welcome to Straight White American Jesus. I am one of your hosts, Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Uh, we are hosted uh, in partnership with the Walter H. Capp Center at UCSB. Uh, happy, as always, to join folks for the weekly roundup. I am not joined this week by my co-host Brad Onishi uh, because Brad Onishi went all crazy this week and decided to become a father. So he's uh, he's taking a, a rare uh, Friday off. I am joined, though, by a guest co-host for the day, a friend of the of the podcast, Blake Chastain. Blake, I'll toss over to you and let you introduce yourself. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm glad to be on this show. I've, uh, I think I've made one or two other appearances and have had both of you on the show at different times as well. Uh, I'm the host of Exvangelical, and I also produced a short-run series called uh, Powers and Principalities, and I'm also part of the irreverent media group that Straight White American Jesus also publishes on. Great. Thank you so much. And for those those who haven't checked out the uh, Exvangelical podcast, um, you should. It's 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 a it's a it's a great podcast, and so we're really glad to have uh, Blake standing in with us. Um, Blake, we've talked about this some. Everybody who listens will know that uh, the the kind of game that we play on Fridays usually is is what we've just called the weekly roundup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it a few months ago when we started this. Uh, I wasn't sure it was sustainable. I was like, I don't know if we're always going to have stuff to talk about, <laughs> and unfortunately, right the 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 world doesn't seem to be calming down any, and so <laughs> no. we do. Um, so we're we're gonna do this the way we usually do, and I know that you've come with um, you know some news items, cultural issues that that caught your attention this week. Um, so I'm gonna throw it over to you to introduce the first one of those, and then we'll we'll just sort of talk about that. And I've got some things that I thought were noteworthy as well, and then we'll close out with reasons of hope, uh, reasons for hope, as we usually do. Um, so tell us tell us what caught your attention this week uh, for our weekly roundup. Sure. Uh, I, why don't we start with um, what I think is maybe an easier one, which is uh, I saw, uh, let me pull up the actual link here, but um, I actually saw that the Babylon Bee um, has filed an amicus brief, brief in Florida in regards to their controversial social media um, law. And if uh, your listeners don't know who the Babylon Bee is, they essentially try to be like a conservative Christian version of the onion. Um, But it has been uh, sort of surprising, but also not surprising, you know how those things go, uh, to see this sort of uh, action take place. The Babylon Bee has been, um, they, they intentionally try to stoke cultural warring sort of responses um but they also have done have received things like uh somewhat fair profiles in the new york times um so they are not some a, a force to really be overlooked uh and this is a very interesting sort of development and they are being represented by the first liberty institute which is a conservative law firm based in plano what do you think of the Babylon Bee and sort of their presence in the, uh, you know, this sort of media atmosphere? And what do you make of of them filing a brief 
uh, in support of this supposed anti-censorship uh, social media bill in Florida. Yeah, so I mean, you know, the uh, the Babylon Bee for lots of reasons. I don't spend that much time there, but <laughs> you know, the times I have, they're, they're really funny sometimes. For those of us who uh, who grew up in the evangelical world, like they can be really funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're right sometimes, though, that I guess for those of us who, let me emphasize, the used to be in, right, the evangelical world, right. um, you don't find humorous, maybe what they find humorous. <laughs> um, but other times, like, like yeah, I think you described it perfectly, right? They want to be the onion of, like, you know, the conservative evangelical world, and sometimes they pull it off really, really well. Um, so I, I, was, I was disappointed to see them file this amicus brief. Uh, I guess it's not surprising, but... Um, People will have heard, you know, they'll, they'll have heard us talk about things like this before. So the things that, that jump out at me are the the way that the GOP, um, you know, and, and our friend Uncle Ron uh, DeSantis, as we've been <laughs> we've been we've taken to calling him uh, here on the show. You know, they, they, they file these things that are supposedly about free speech, but they're not right. They're about like basically per, uh, allowing disinformation to go unchallenged. Mm -hmm. Right. That's whether it's it's debates about Facebook or other social media platforms. So the first thing is just for people to be aware of that, right, that um, free speech is one thing, but that's not really the issue. Their issue isn't really that it's not free speech. What they don't want is for companies to say, you know what, we're not going to let you say things that are just blatantly false or that, uh, I don't know, drive QAnon conspiracies or anti-vaxxer conspiracies mm -hmm. or whatever. We're not going to let you intentionally mislead uh, people, um, which is an ironic position, I, th I think, in, in some ways for, uh, you know, the Babylon Bee, a satire thing to, to pick right. up on. But Yeah, you know, and they, they do run another site called Not the Bee, which is yep. really just a more straightforward conservative outlet. Yeah, and um, so that's the first thing. The other thing is the, what, what always I think is the hypocrisy of, or maybe hypocrisy is not the right word, right? The uh, the selectivity with which political conservatives will grab on to certain traditional conservative principles, mm -hmm. right? So these are the same companies that are always saying that they're opposed to any kind of limitations on private companies, right? The private companies should be able to do whatever they want. The private companies should not be allowed, or excuse me, required to pay women the same amount. The private companies um, should not be mandated to, to require masks. The private company, right, the, this, this whole notion that a private company should never uh, have a government intrusion into what it can do. Mm -hmm. And yet when it comes to like social media platforms and different things like that, all of a sudden it's all about free speech and it's all about, you know, you can't censor. And I'm like, uh, these are private companies. Private companies can in fact do different kinds of things like that. Um, the last point of irony I'll just throw out and then I'll, I'll throw it back to you to, to hear any additional thoughts you might have is I, I find it interesting too that there's this this pretty wonky discussion right that people have about whether the internet should count as a public utility right mm -hmm. like whether in this wired world we live in if the internet is so much of a basic means of communication and information and education and everything else that it ought to be a kind of utility like telephone lines or gas supplies or things like that and the gop typically is opposed to that right they'll, they'll call it socialism and they'll say that it's it's taking government control of private companies and so forth and yet the irony of it to me is that that's kind of what they're arguing here they're saying these are big internet platforms and they're and they're so big and so influential that they should be subject to what they see as the same rules of free speech and, and different things like that as, as everything else so um yeah, it's, it's like a lot of other things that come out. It's not really about free speech, right? These are the same groups that uh, want to label Black Lives Matter a terrorist group and right. uh, and ban them from, like, showing up on social media platforms. But those are the things that, that, that stand out to me, right? It's a, it's like a Florida version of the same debates going on about 
um, you know, Twitter or uh, yep. Facebook or or whatever. So, yep. um, other other thoughts or impressions you had about this, or what really caught your attention um, about this? Yeah, I agree. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 